Big episode for you today. We are talking about Gen Z coming after our millennial souls. Little golf, uh, how I can't play any, but Jack seems to play all the time, and why I can't quite get my week stream going. That much and more. Here we go. Jack, I was on Twitter because I'm an addict and I saw a link to an article that was basically Gen Z bashing millennials. <laughs> I was I was shook. <laughs> I got through them. It was most of it like there was a lot of like, yeah, we get it. You like Harry Potter. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was like, uh, I'm somebody that doesn't even like, I like Harry Potter. I don't think about it like crazy. I, I like loved it as a kid, as an adult. I don't think about it really at all. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, like still crazy about it. I know you're crazy about it. That one cuts. That one's like, yeah, it's, here's it's, your childhood, you, one of your biggest childhood memories. Just like, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> These Gen Z punks oh, trying to tell Oh, us. you watched The Office? Yeah. Really? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> There's that. And then uh, there was one that was like, could you stop saying doggos? <laughs> doggos. That's hilarious. Dude, what's uh, so funny is like, at least that's like good criticism yeah <laughs> like, well, at least, so like, the, at least the Jack, gen z is like that, valid points that's why it hurts the little brats are, <laughs> are on to something <laughs> right because all the shit so, about like oh millennials are killing tgi fridays <laughs> it's like what yeah like, it's such an absurd yeah, yeah those are just you know, stupid those those are the right. those are you can see how this works right because now they've offended me and my I'm sure others and I again, I'm not unaccurate, <laughs> but offensive. And now I want to be like, well, you, well, you guys haven't worked for anything in your life. <laughs> it's like the default uh, generational statement. It's like, hold hey, on. <laughs> hey, 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 you ready for this? You guys all have depression and you use the word yeet all yeah, the time. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I was a little blown away. It's like how pinpoint it was. Another one was uh, just generally, and I think this is, Again, sadly accurate. Made fun of how all of us think craft beer and wine are the greatest things ever. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we get it. Like, you like beer, you alcoholics. Get over it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, we do like beer. There, there was a bunch. There was a lot of, like, uh, 90s kids insults. Like, yeah, we get it. You saw Rugrats on TV. Who cares? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I don't know, though. There, I feel like there. this totally is probably what every generation says. Like, Looney Tunes said this about our era. Yeah, I'm sure. But, like, there's certain shows that are just like... I mean, SpongeBob is a good example. Those first few seasons, I can watch that today and be like, yeah, it's still funny. You know, it's stupid. It's a kid show, but it's funny. I think, yeah, that one... Uh, and that one's, like, uh, kind of all ages. Like you yeah, because they kept making it. It's funny. I think there's still new SpongeBob well, nah, coming out. But like so a lot, like like a lot of the jokes, there's like adult humor. Oh, sure. Did, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, I think SpongeBob's right. I think, yeah, there, there's like cartoons now that come out or whatever that I'm sure I'll criticize or, or uh, whatever or not. I just think it's that them trashing us i was totally unprepared for and didn't realize they were old enough to do yet <laughs> that was the first time it was like oh yeah they're like they're at that age where they're fucking invincible and i don't Dude, like I, it i want to still i'm still there right <laughs> part of me too is like i don't even want to make fun of gen z because i know that they're in the exact same scenario as us except worse oh. like the, the, the world's just gotten shit and i frankly they're much more responsible about it they're smarter than me so, right. so i don't want to make fun of them we, but i'm still we were, upset <laughs> we were raised on a glimmer of hope yeah. they know that the world is fucked <laughs> Um, I think uh, uh, a movie that handles this perfectly is 21 Jump Street. Then oh, yeah. obviously the new one or you know whatever the Channing Tatum and yeah. 
not Zach Galifianakis, Jonah Hill. Yeah, right? Jonah Hill. Uh, nails it. Where Channing Tatum was, and I we were we were on the tail end of this, but it was still true for my high school. Whereas like the jocks had more weight, and it was like you know sports and like being tough or whatever. It was like the more popular kids. Uh, and now the sense you get, and I think Twenty One Jump Street nails it. Is like woke, right? It's like yeah, it's like this like hey. It's like cool to be enlightened and not just a fucking meathead. <laughs> I think the the best part of like, look, he's trying. Yeah. Like, that he yeah. was like making fun of yeah. for trying. Yeah. <laughs> like that is such a good example mm-hmm. of like just the overall acceptance of passion and, and like respecting people for effort. Like, like uh, the other one was like uh, Channing Tatum's character goes like, yeah, he's so gay. And they're like, whoa, yeah. man, not cool. Not <laughs> yeah. cool at all. <laughs> so for the record, that shift did not happen until we were in college yeah that's what uh, i mean that's what yeah, i mean yeah yeah i but i'm i'm saying you were saying like on the tail end earlier i would say when we were in high school that was still very kosher which is like mind-blowing at this point i i just meant more of like the the social awareness <laughs> yes. in general yeah absolutely like we absolutely. started to you could feel it i felt like as we were graduating in college them it feels like ingrained at six like climate change right. is a big deal you should recycle all the time uh, everybody love everybody. Jackie Moon, shout out. And, <laughs> Every episode. Yeah, and you know, like love and peace for all kind of a thing. It was like for us, it was like, yeah, that's stupid. They're trying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two strapping it, yeah. two strapping it. Uh, anyways, Jack, yes. I was uh, I was a little offended. So the article is entitled "Gen Z is making fun of millennials, and honestly, we deserve it." Subline from Harry Potter to '90s nostalgia. To saying doggo, it turns out millennials are ripe for mockery. Very fair. Let's hit a few of these comments because I think they hit Dude, home. This is fantastic. I'm gonna start. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna start. I, I'll I'll read this first screenshot. How about that? Yeah, just read the first one. Yeah, trust me on this. Millennials, they be 34 talking about how I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, grow up and do a line of coke already. Literally had this conversation on Monday. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Like, not even a joke. I expressed that I am a Hufflepuff. Best house, by the way. Go ahead. I don't want to have this argument because Gen Z is going to make fun of me. And they say Doggo. They made yep. fun of us for saying Doggo. Or that BuzzFeed knows their favorite wine. Uh, they made fun of us for liking coffee. Mm-hmm. People that still say adulting, which I got to mm. say, I hate, hate when people shit. say adulting. Oh, it's so, so bad. That's, that's <laughs> a Hashtag adulting. Yeah. Maybe that's a bridge to Gen Z that we yes. can form. Uh, and then uh, another Harry Potter attack. Millennials will attack you if you disrespect their Harry Potter house. It's yeah, like, I, I I will say that anyone who is really genuinely super into, I'm a Ravenclaw. Just fuck off. You know, it's, come on. It's my house. Um, are you are you a Ravenclaw? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of Harry Potter stuff. And I think it's like, right, because that was... Maybe the most influential. <laughs> Yo, but this one is fantastic. The next yeah. one is they're worried about their Harry Potter house, but they live in a one bedroom apartment. Y'all <laughs> worried about the wrong house. <laughs> uh, that's great. But he's either like 16 and living with his parents or in college living in a dorm room. So I'm going to say the one bedroom apartment. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, God, dude, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they really hit us hard here. Um Oh, what about the ones that name their kids after video game characters? Yeah, a bunch of adulting comments. Um, some people say millennials are monsters. Rough. Dude, I don't think that's fair. No, I don't either. Uh, or ugh, I hate adulting. Just give me a slice of pizza and wine. Yeah, there's a, there's Rebecca. some lazy ones in here. Oh, ooh, this, is, this is a good one. All yeah. they do is drink wine, post cringy 90s kid memes. We talk about tech startups. <laughs> Unicorns, baby. Yeah. Got to be the next unicorn. Yeah, you, uh, you, you start a multi-million dollar podcast, then you get back yeah. to us. <laughs> Multi-nickel podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think is a little bit unfair about this is that I feel like um, it's just because we're the first generation to be like profiled on technology. Right. Like we're the first generation to like really, truly pioneer social media. I don't mean from the uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like from an adaptability, like adapting to its standpoint, like so all this shit on here of like, 
I just want a slice of pizza and wine. It's the same like trying to play it coy yeah, bullshit sure. that people have been doing for a you know forever. It's just but now you we can have see a, ours more. Yeah, they, exactly. I will say the Harry Potter thing is like you talk to anyone in our generation, they will have an answer for that. And I will say that like I have had dating profiles that have mentioned Harry Potter specifically. Oh, for sure. Out like the houses. Because it's quirky. It's one of Jess and I, our first date, we talked. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we should we should combat this with making fun of um, uh, Zoomers, as they're called, Gen, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, i.e., uh, Zoomers. Check. We're starting this right now. Every single podcast we will have, we got to keep it short, five minutes, where we make <laughs> fun of Zoomers. Shit on Zoomers. Hey, hey, I'm a Zoomer. My mom posted pictures of me since I was a baby on Facebook embarrassing am i right <laughs> fucking loser um, roasted him enjoy the internet more than we did right yeah, yeah. that'll have, get them have fun with distance education <laughs> <Yeah>. zoomers <laughs> jack they, they don't even understand the aol dial tones they don't even understand uh, those uh and God. that's talking zoomers <laughs> Talking Zoomers. We'll come up Dude, with a better name for it next I week. I feel like there is just a plethora of things to just make fun of. We will. This is the podcast to fight back, you know? So yeah. we'll we'll come up with it. Uh I like this a lot. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Yeah. God, I can't wait for all those University of Phoenix graduates. I mean sorry, uh wherever they went to college. Yeah. Oh Zoomers. <laughs> Jack, you know what time it is. You know what corner I am in. There are many corners in my room. My room is a polygon to the nth degree. But this particular corner that I am seated in now is the corner that I am unbiased in when I talk sports. Jack, this is the unbiased sports corner. Good to be back. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. It hasn't been a lot of sports. It's been hard plenty to bias, stir up though. an opinion. Plenty, plenty of bias. That's why it's nice to retreat to this corner. Uh, I want to talk about a, a sport that is occasionally maligned, sometimes for the right reasons, sometimes for not quite the right reasons. It's a fun sport, sport not everybody understands. Jack, I am talking about golf. The King's game sport. That's that's the nickname. Yep. That's what they say. The Masters on CBS. King's sport. Game. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they intro it. Uh, maybe the hardest thing ever in the history of anything. It's the only sport that every time you want to play, you're going to have to pay $50 and you're going to be bad almost every time. Let's let's think about the the yeah, very expensive. Let's hit on that quick before I high barrier of entry, right? You got to buy $1000 worth of golf clubs. You don't have to, right? You can get cheap clubs, but either way, it's going to be yeah. at least a few hundred bucks. Most probably mid-range sets between drivers irons probably going to get your own putter too it's probably going to be about a grand um you got the shoes you got the outfits you got to look cute while you're out there right gotta have your coordinated uh polo and short short combination going on you know you probably got two three hundred bucks worth of clothes going into the mix plus you're throwing balls into the lake every other hole <laughs> so you're buying a new pack of 25 to 30 dollars people, people balls. don't realize how expensive golf balls are like the best ones 50 dollars for a dozen it's insane. You know how much they cost to make? Fucking way less. Like a nickel a piece. There, there's a bit of irony in this sport as well, because I'm gonna like if you think of it from a numbers perspective. Basketball, if you're very good, your numbers will be higher. Football, if you're very good, your numbers will be higher. Hockey, if you're very good, your numbers will be higher. Baseball, etc. 
golf, they will be lower. So the better you are, the less you actually get to hit the ball. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so he can never actually it's get perfect at golf. And, and part of that, it also affects your wallet that way. Uh, so if you're not very good, you're going to have to spend more on balls because you're going to lose them all. You're going to have to spend more on gloves because you've used them more because you're or you're gripping the club more, you're swinging yep. harder. Uh, you're also going to have to spend more on clubs because you've inevitably thrown your clubs into the lake. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to need to spend some money on therapy. Uh, yep. And you've spent a lot of money on alcohol. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's a perverse sport. Can we say that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a perverse sport. The alcohol is a redeeming quality for many. Um, it is your dad's favorite excuse to drink. Mm. Uh, also, get outside, get some sun, get away from the house a little bit. Uh, hang with the guys a little bit. Spend a lot of money in doing so. Yeah. You could just go watch a, a game or, or, or play. Fucking go to the forest, else. walk through the forest with beers. It would effectively be the, a lot cheaper. Plus, yeah. you wouldn't get angry the whole time. Um, Putting on my Gen Z hat, it's an excuse to enable alcoholism. <laughs> uh, to drink craft beer. Yeah, yes, yes, craft beer. Um, us, us millennials love our craft, craft beer. Uh, Everyone that has ever played golf loves it and hates it. It's both. Yeah, it is incredibly. It, what's incredible is that there's it. You can be terrible for fourteen out of eighteen holes, but if you mix in four good holes in there, you're like, not a bad day for me. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I can just do what I did on those four holes, all the holes, I'll go pro. Yeah, so I used to work at a golf course. Uh, one of the best jobs ever, by the way. I, Sounds amazing. In the summer, I literally just parked, washed golf carts like all day, right? Uh, as I got older, I worked in the shop and just like handled people paying for golf and beer. Super easy. Golfed for free, which is an incredible amount of savings that I did not use to any extent that I should have. Uh, it's incredible. It was, it was a, it was a great time. We had a call one time to the pro shop. We were on, we were on a highway too, on an interstate. And somebody called us saying, Hey, somebody in a red shirt hit a ball that almost hit my car. You should get them. We lived in Madison, Wisconsin, where everybody wears Badgers gear, which is red every single day of the week. So there was, at any given point, 30 people with red shirts on <laughs> on our course. So it was like a Where's Waldo, except they're all Waldo. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say some guy almost hit your car. Yeah. That's, that's a that's too. a really funny way of saying nothing happened to me today. You should let that red shirt yep. guy know that he's... You know, it's like it's saying, like, oh, I almost got hit by a golf... Cool. <laughs> rough you get you get some weird calls um it's not a funny you also get like so we had weddings too this was always fun yeah. we would have uh drunk guys at the you know that were at this wedding come in and be like hey can i play three holes it's like i don't know man if you pay me you can do whatever you you can go play those three holes it's like eight the sun sets at eight thirty. you're not gonna be able to see much and you're not getting a cart because you're right. drunk <laughs> but you can walk and play three holes. That's fine for the price of full nine. Right. <laughs> and then they were like, okay. <laughs> so Sounds good there. to my drunk brain. Uh, for like 120 bucks. They didn't have balls or any equipment. So they had to rent clubs and all this. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, you know, it's gonna the sun's gonna set soon. They'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just want to." We just <laughs> by the time they finish filling okay. out the rental waiver, the yeah. sun's already yeah. down. <laughs> cool. Uh, it was a blast, but anyways, I that that's kind of the draw of golf, right? I, it's it's a fun sport, especially like when you're with friends. Uh, you can't take it too seriously, or you're gonna you're gonna eat yourself up. But yep, it's gonna eat you up too. Uh, I don't think anybody that's ever been angry playing golf has been successful. <laughs> yeah, that was me this last weekend. I was yep. furious. Finally, at like hole fifteen, I'm like, well, I'm playing like shit, so I might as well have fun. 
15 holes in three hours of golf later i'm like yeah now's time to start relaxing ended up playing a great last four holes it was 15 yep. 60 70 <laughs> that was great i had like one eh hole in the mix i had like a five on a par three which i was a little bit upset with because those are like the the chance to get strokes back basically yep um yeah but other than that yeah it's incredible uh but some it, criticisms yeah cricketisms cricketisms big one is tax uh if you're a golf course you do not pay property tax at anywhere near the same rate oh sure yeah normal uh land owning americans private private uh entities uh golf gets a huge tax cut so there's a lot of people that argue like what are we doing this is public land that or you know whatever bought by by some company or whatever but it's valuable land in the middle of a city in the middle of a whatever a valuable area that isn't taxed at the same rate that could be housing or it could be you know be shelter or whatever it isn't golf is dumb i think people don't appreciate the recreational sense of it i i love golf there are an awful lot of golf courses a ton like why are there so goddamn many like wouldn't like two per city be enough the one private one the one public one eh, depends on know. the city I mean, yeah i guess yeah i mean sure but right but i mean for like you know i mean minneapolis like you know i have probably 40 golf courses i could drive to in under an hour like yeah. that's insane that's an insane number i'll play six of those like that's like yeah i um there's a lot. I, I, I honestly, I don't think there's too much. I, I don't think there's too many. You you can argue it from the, the tax perspective and the, that land could go to better use. Yeah, I don't think. But if a, you're going to make that argument, one is too many, which is yes, like, that's, right, that's right. a shitty argument, I feel like. Um, plus, I, I personally enjoy that uh, our president has so much variety to choose from. Yeah, yeah that um, co- quick sidebar. Uh, did you hear about the... Oh, God, what was the recent... There was something they were trying to get a hold of him, but they couldn't contact him for three hours because he was playing golf. Golfing. <laughs> what? Are you, the President of the United States can vanish for three hours to play a round of golf? Like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, well, that and, that and watch TV for five. So. Right. <laughs> Quick note here, too. Private golf courses, if you're a member, one of the most amazing things ever. Uh, a bit of like a kind of douchey sign of luxury if you can afford it pretty cool douchey way to enjoy yourself <laughs> yeah i would say that the best deal ever was uh so mary my mother-in-law uh when she was with LaSalle, they basically wanted all of the i don't remember if it was like an exact level whatever level it was they wanted all of the people within their company at a certain level to have yep. a membership at a club so they would pay for you to have a membership it's like a fifty thousand dollar initiation fee at this club that's like yep. near where we grew up. Like it's insane. Like that was an expect, but you know, obviously the expectation is you're entertaining there and all these other things. Um, at this point, I mean, they just loved it so much over all these years that they've continued to keep it up. Because I mean, again, like the initiation fee is already paid, so why the hell not? Um, yeah, I'm, I'll be playing there twice here uh, in about a week and a half. We're going Which back to Chicago. Great course too, with that I'm very place. excited. I've never played it in my yeah. life and I've heard amazing things about it for the last like 20 years. So I'm very excited to play there. Yeah, that would be the bomb. The, the trick with it too is like, so when we lived in Georgia, um, my dad looked into it because he was entertaining a lot and the initiation fees down there were only like 10 grand because they're like all this like new development type oh, areas. Of course, like, yeah. Right. So, like, that, I think, is the trick. Just go find some new development area. <laughs> like, move down there. I think in uh, in Ames, I, wor- I worked at a course in college mm-hmm. for a couple years, too. Uh, and it was it was private. And it was... Um, so, all the Iowa State, like, coaches, they had their golf memberships paid for. And it was... Uh, they could choose from, I think, two courses. One was Iowa State's... Yeah. Like, own, Which was a nice course, yeah. Course. It was public. The other one was uh, Ames Golf Country Club, which was yeah. private. All of them chose the private. Of course. <laughs> um, I think it was 10000 a year, which uh, it could have been lower. That was the that was the family tier, so your whole family sure. could go for 10 But, like, an individual was probably, like, two or three. Um, and if you golf a lot, like, 
I can see it being justified. Cause you, you, you literally like you pay that fee or you go for free every time. Yeah, Quote I don't unquote. know, man. Ten grand though, like no, no, no. For individuals, I'm saying is like two or oh. three. The family plan was ten, and that's like everybody in the family. Yeah, dude, that's probably about right. Like if I so, so if you play twice a week, and there's probably twenty weeks out of the year that you can feasibly play. Uh, yeah, right? especially in Iowa, right? You know, maybe uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. But so if you play twice a week, twenty weeks, that's forty times fifty bucks a round. Between green fees, cart, you're yep. gonna drink like all these other things. It's well, about you got two grand. Drinks. Yeah, that's you're true. You're not getting yeah. that for free. That's uh, there's a there was some sort of food credit, but you also had to spend so right. So much you have on a food. minimum spend each and month. Yeah. The big thing here was that there was like a pool that was almost a little water parky. Yeah, so the whole family could go and hang out at the pool, and then there was like tennis courts, and there's tennis lessons, and, and all this stuff. So it, it was like a nice thing and i'm going to say that in ames i was probably one of the cheapest things you, like right ones you could be at yeah uh, i can see if you're big into it uh or you know whatever have the expendable money you, you would part of me so part of me loves that idea like i've i've even googled like what the clubs are around here obviously like in minneapolis they're fucking insane because they're yeah. like yeah. you know world class because they're you know not major major metro but relatively major metro so there's like yep. you know a lot of celebrities and everything else coming through these places um, I thought about it and how cool it would be. There's another part of me that's like, man, if you can scream white privilege any louder, yeah. it's being a fucking yeah, member of a country sure. club. Like, I just feel like if I've got an extra 10 grand a year and I could go to public golf courses, public pools, you know, pub all these other things, public places, and then find a much more uh, ethical way to spend 10 grand, like man yeah you gotta you gotta um like like i said if if it's like if jess and i moved back to the midwest and we're in like a area that it was like two grand i sure. would think about it two two is like okay if i golf this many times right and if it's a place it, that you spent can, a lot of time that. at to be a member right. somewhere yep. for two grand a year like that's fair um, right and like if you go to the driving range for free and you do right. all this like then you can you can talk yourself into it uh 10 Ugh. per year yeah that'd be yeah. Nuts. well especially if it's just a solo right if like you like you're uh you're saying fifty thousand dollar initiation yeah fee. no way i can see myself ever being comfortable with that and obviously unless i win the lottery or i do incredibly well in my career whatever right um but or, that or, seems so or, astronomically high to me or if it was genuinely a uh uh a work ass like if it was like if you're using yes. to, to entertain if you're using to you know there's absolutely value there and it, while there still is that kind of tinge of like okay you're still you know i'm entertaining at my country club you know that still has that kind of it still has so, a bit of that feel to it but at least it's like a, a it's not just for my own because i can you know like i gotta say i feel like i've i've earned my stripes working at a golf course for long enough yeah yeah that's the trick having just... to like clean their toilets and worse than that like vomit occasionally and, and like God, i love it all other whole hosts of nasty things that you you have to do and you pick up after weddings or, or drunk golfers right uh can i parlay this into a story yeah your boy is 17. <laughs> I am just starting to experience the joy and misery that is alcohol. Yes. Uh, I'd probably drink like four times. And when you're 17 and you're four years away from being able to buy alcohol legally, it is not always easy to get it, right? In your high school. So it's a big deal if you can, if you can find it. Uh, well, working at a golf course, every now and then I would get spare beers that people don't drink, forget about, right? Like in their carts or, or whatever. Or there, they just had, like drank too many and they like, left them. So I would like take those and I would hide them, uh, you know, like back behind our the work maintenance shed, mm -hmm. and uh, you know take them home when I when I got done closing up. This one time, a member, uh, I guess I didn't know it was a member at the time, but I, I, I there was an empty cart. Uh, it was like dirty cards. You could tell somebody played it. I had to clean. So I, I got in there. I took I took the garbage out or whatever. Uh, and there was a cooler, like one of those golf coolers you get. It's just like a styrofoam bag, basically. It looks a little nicer than that. Uh, and I, I opened it. There's like eight full beers in there. 
The Grail. Literally, I mean, it's it is probably they were like bush lights, so that's like ten dollars of value. But for me, being seventeen, it was a thousand dollars of value. <laughs> so I look at this, I see this, I if you could have seen me, it's like ear to ear grin or something, <laughs> and like took it behind the maintenance shed or whatever, and like took them all out. And then I was like cleaning the cart and I was like getting ready to like go fill it up with gas and like bring it back. And I like was thinking during this time, I was like, yeah, whoever that is is going to notice that eight beers are missing. <laughs> I could get away with one. I can't get away with eight. <laughs> so I bring the cart back and I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm not going to get all eight. And so I take one. I took one beer and I put it to the side and there's seven more in the bag. And I bring the seven in and the, my boss, who's the golf pro, is like, hey, man, I the, one of the members, I'm assuming, left this bunch of beers. It's like, oh, I think he's in there. Like, why don't you go, you know, hand it to him. He'll appreciate it. And he came with me. So he, like, we go through this, like, double doors thing into the restaurant area. And I walk up. And I was like, hey, I think you left this in your cart. And he's like, oh, it's my beer. I t- yeah, I totally forgot. And I, I think he was on the turn. Well, no, no, no. He, wasn't, he, he was done. I, I'm trying to think of why he left eight beers. I have no idea. He was done. Yeah. But he opens the bag. And he knows how many beers he bought. So he, he's like, thank you for this. Opens the bag, counts, he's seven. <laughs> Knows there's one missing. Looks up at me, <laughs> smiles, and then turns to my boss and is like, thanks. <laughs> and then turns and walks away. 100%. Like, he looked at me for longer than like two seconds, right? Which when you're in the moment feels like an eternity. Oh, he so 100% <laughs> knew that I stole a beer from him and was like, yeah, this kid's fine. He's, he's I knew him too. <laughs> I'd like seen him seven around. back, man. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, he, he knew who I was like, it was like, I didn't know him that well, but like well enough that he knew I wasn't like a jerk or anything. And right. I'd exactly. seen him enough. So he just, he just looks at me just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and like it turns away. <laughs> Um, I man, I, I just I remember that my boss was just like, huh, okay. Well, then like we walked back, and I whatever, I took it. Funny thing is, I probably like left it in my trunk of my car for yeah. like four months, and it skunked, <laughs> and then I had it at some. some oh man, so I I've been noticing lately. Uh, so I had like a memory triggered in my head of the first sip of beer I had. I don't I don't even remember when it was, but I do remember the first like taste I had of it. And that it tastes like grainy hop water. Yeah, but for then sure. like eventually you stop thinking of it as that, and you're just, you're tasting kind tastes of a good. different. Right, exactly. It just tastes like beer, right? But like this memory came into my head a couple of weeks ago as I was drinking a beer, and then like if I focused, I could taste it mm-hmm. like that again, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> it's just funny that it's like, uh, you know. yeah, my dad. I'll probably do this when I have kids too. So. Uh, let your let your local police officers know so you can arrest me. Uh, my my dad when I was like six, he was having like a beer outside with like a neighbor, and he's like, I was just lingering, just listening or something. He's like, "You want to try this?" I was like, "Okay," and I tried it because I was like six. It was the most disgusting thing in the world. All I wanted was Hawaiian punch. Yeah. <laughs> So it was this weird bitter hop thing uh, and I hated it and he knew that he knew I was going <laughs> to respond that way so he's like yeah just you know that's what it is and I didn't want a beer you know obviously until I was like 17 right Jack any last words on golf one word answer cart or walking cart I like to walk man Jack I got I got one more story parting story for golf I was playing with you and your buddy Ben. Shouts to Ben. <laughs> uh, what did we do? Did we drive over your ball? Two, two things. <laughs> One, yes. Uh, I laced the drive like 280, middle of the fairway. <laughs> One of the best drives I had all day. You guys drove over in your golf carts because you're jackasses. 
two, uh, backswing. On my backswing, I had warmed up perfectly. This is like hole 17, so I'm, I'm warm. The, the warm-up strokes, I'm saying we're good. The warm, you know, practice. Actual, like, going to swing, I step up to swing. Backswing, you guys threw a uh, driver head cover at me. It wrapped in with my club and turned it so that it just, like, sculled into the lake or whatever, the water. That must have been Ben. I don't think that I was my best. That was my best shot of the day. It felt great until <laughs> a head cover hit it and wrapped around it <laughs> before impact. That's literally one of the notes I had for today was talk about golfing with Ben. We would do yeah. anything. You drive over the ball if they were if, like if they were looking for their ball and you found it first. You're gonna knock that guy towards the nearest body of water <laughs> every yeah. single time. Uh, there was the, uh, you guys are super fun to play with. <laughs> you, 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 you wait till they're in their backswing and then you throw the golf cart in reverse. So it makes that loud. You did that noise. too. You did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the point um, that like, I've got a, a group of people I've been golfing with consistently here and I'm like, how much of this shit can I pull or how much of this is just going to be obnoxious and no one's going to ever want to play with me again. So I've, I have so far done nothing. Uh, I'm waiting to start peppering in. I did introduce them to the uh, golf cart reverse noise, um, but just as a, hey, you can do this, but didn't actually do it. Um, So maybe soon. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's part of the fun of golf, though. It's like just hanging with your friends. Yeah, that's really what it is, Uh, right? If you're not taking it seriously, which you should not, unless you are actually good at it, like who really cares if you plug one into it? Yeah, right. Anyways, Jack, that's that's my thoughts on golf. It's pretty sweet. If you haven't done it, you should do it, but don't think you're going to be good because you're going to be horrible. You're going to be bad. So bad for real. Sports. Yeah, so Dave, I hear you got a week stream for us this week. I do. Uh, week as always. It's the week stream. <laughs> So, down, weak. Few stories. The first, I, like I have been saying for the past two months, am almost ready to start streaming on a daily basis. I have a legitimate excuse. Frankly, I think they've always been legitimate, but I have a double legitimate one. My streaming PC, so to remind our loyal listenership i have a gaming pc where i will play the games and i have a streaming pc that connects to that gaming uh and handles all of the uploading to twitch um so you want that to be as lossless and as fluent as possible so having a dedicated computer for that is the best way to do it also the most expensive way (laughs) um uh and so that pc the streaming pc the power button wasn't working. Uh, I had thought that maybe it was some of the wiring uh, with the case that it comes in. We got a new case. I didn't really like the old one anyways. Uh, power button still isn't working, which means it's likely the motherboard. So I decided uh, last week I was going to haul my computer in a box on public transit to a PC repair shop in a bad part of town to see if they could fix it. Uh, I got there, I dropped it off, explained what was going on with it. They said, hey, we'll take a look. Uh, like I mentioned, I had public transit on my own car, so it didn't really make sense for me to go home. So I just sat there at this PC repair shop for multiple hours. And then at some point in there, I was like, hey, there's fast food nearby. I don't have easy access to fast food. I'm going to get some fast food. So I walked to Jack in the Box, which I had never had before. Never had. So that's that's the appeal. Uh, It was three or four blocks away. I actually first walked to a classic combo, Taco Bell KFC. Love that. They uh, were drive-thru only, did not accept people walking through the drive-thru. You know my gripes with that in the past. I've had those experiences with Taco Bell. Uh, but Jack in the Box did allow people to walk through the drive-thru because you cannot go in the restaurants right now as it is COVID-19 pandemic. Right. 
So I go back to Jack in the Box. Jack at this point, and this is a legitimately sad note, I had walked past 45 homeless people in those four blocks, back and forth at Jack in the Box. A homeless person actually let me know that I could walk through the drive-thru very helpfully. So I uh, I walk through the drive-thru, I order, I get it. Uh, I'm walking back. I was going to walk back to the PC repair shop because it was a slightly off the... Uh, there were less people around at that, yep. that, that repair shop. I was walking back with my jack-in-the-box, and a woman at uh, outside of a Goodwill started yelling at me. I couldn't quite make out the beginning, but then she started to say that I had taken everything from her, and it was like, Partially sad, partially like, why are you singling me out? I don't know who you are so, at all. Here, here's what I'm guessing happened. What'd you get from Jack in the Box? I got a uh, Southwest Double Burger mm-hmm. uh, and Curly Fries. So my guess is that shortly after you went to Jack in the Box, she went to Jack in the Box and asked for a Southwest single burger uh with curly fries and was informed that i'm sorry miss uh that very pale man over there uh ate the last two southwest patties and curly fries you're gonna have to order something else um at which point she informed you that you've taken everything from her uh well she informed me of that multiple times uh screaming not like a sad kind of tone as you would kind of expect that line to come from screamed at me as i walked just by (laughs) that's great that that sounds like a legitimately (laughs) traumatic experience so (laughs) and uh then i mean i i had a comfortable lead we'll call it 50 to 100 yards when she started following and screaming that like, why did you do this? And then started talking about how her friends had all died, and, and it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they just, needed the Southwest double to live, yeah. There, uh, there's a part of me that is certainly like, well, that's no good. <laughs> and, so, so I, I don't want that to happen, but I don't know how I'm involved in yeah, any I, way, I, shape, or I, form. I do believe your blame is misplaced, nonetheless. <laughs> it's a very awkward thing for me to say because I can't be like, shut up, because it's a very personal thing. I also don't want to speak in general. What you should have said point. is they deserved it and then <laughs> then walked away. So, yeah, so that there's a lean there's in, multiple lean things. into her fantasy. It's good to support it so that they they feel comfortable. So lean into it and just ex- explain to her that her friends deserved it and you're glad you did it. There's multiple things not to say. That that's one of them. <laughs> uh not a lot of things to say. Uh, I don't know what the mental state. I mean, obviously, there's there's something probably not going great. On. Yeah, doesn't seem like a bad day kind of a thing, right? But uh, I like I certainly am not going to be able to diagnose it. I don't know how to help. I don't know how to do anything. I just walking with my jack in the box. Yep. <laughs> uh, we didn't even like particularly cross paths. She just picked me out as I was walking by. Mm-hmm. So I'm whatever fifty yards away 100 yards away and she still just again screaming at me about things that some somewhat unintelligibly but uh you know i had had caused something and uh fortunately took a took a turn and, and went off on a different direction so now jack i'm with my jack-in-the-box at this pc repair shop <laughs> and i get to try jack-in-the-box for the first time not great. Oh, bummer. <laughs> not not bad. Yeah. That was a tangent. Jack of the Box is fine. I go back in. Uh, eventually, they come to me and they say, hey, uh, your PC, is it like pretty new? These components seem good. I was like, yeah, I've had it for like two months. It's like, is it, has it ever worked? I was like, well, it did for a little bit. <laughs> and he said, well, it's broken. And I said, I know. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> All right, well, have a good one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
he basically said what I had thought, but I there was no way I could confirm. Right, you didn't have any sort of diagnostic test, yeah. Yeah, that the, the uh, uh, something on the motherboard has an issue. So, end of my long story here. The motherboard is is broken, more or less. I have another one coming. It's actually supposed to be here either now or tomorrow, uh, and I will, I'll rebuild that. But so that's a, a huge thing. I'll have my streaming PC set up again uh, with the new motherboard. Uh, then I'll be able to, to start streaming officially. I have two followers now, Jack, on my Twitch account. One is you. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other, I'm pretty sure, is a devoted listener, uh, Mr. Alec Brown. Nice. Uh, so, uh, pretty sure. I'm, I'm judging. He uh, Judging by the, by the username, that's him. Uh, so, I'm ready. And then, Jack, I got some exciting Skyrim updates. As a reminder, I'm going to start streaming with Skyrim. Uh, exciting stuff i have wanted to play i have this week off so i'm like i'm not gonna not play there's like 300 hours of content here it's not gonna do any harm to the stream yeah if i play for 30 um so i played i played a little bit uh i'm so excited to start streaming and and sharing this with other people i have my character whose name is catman yes uh and is a uh is literally like a cat human cat yeah Yeah. (laughs) um uh, I have a follower now, a companion. That's a bear that's named Jackie Moon. So it's me, Jackie Moon, and I just met uh, another companion that it, he's a part of a mod. Uh, and his name's Inigo. Uh, I can't change his name really because he's got a lot of voice lines where he references himself, so I can't do it all the way. But I did change his name. To Inigo Montoya. Ah, yes. So, so there's some fun. So it's me, Inigo Montoya, mm. and Jackie Moon. <laughs> We're going to take on the world. I was really hoping for the band's back for together. either Coffee Black or Downtown Funky Stuff Malone. <laughs> that said, Inigo Montoya yeah. is pretty fantastic. I, I could do Inigo uh, Coffee uh, Downtown Malone or whatever. You could. I could like, make it a nickname. But Inigo but Montoya is pretty solid. Inigo Montoya is pretty uh, So is he a Khajiit yeah. or is he an Argonian? He's a Khajiit. Okay, so yeah. those are the only so two it's... that seem to use uh, first yep. person. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm like super excited. I literally like I've, I've done like the bare minimum of stuff that's boring that I've already seen a thousand times that they play the game just because it's like. I mean, they're, they're uh, whatever. There's, there's like intro missions right. and stuff, <laughs> right? To. Like everybody's seen. Unless it's you not completely break the game, you have to play these like first <laughs> small handful of things. That's right. So uh, I knocked those out, and then I uh, I just went and found these two companions because they were at different spots. So uh, Anigo, who's actually he's like he's got seven thousand lines of recording recorded audio, which is pretty incredible for a like somebody <laughs> literally volunteered their time to do that, right? Uh, it seems great, uh, and there, there's like a lot of like fun interactions that have already kind of happened. And then Jackie Moon, who has zero lines of recorded audio because he's a bear. So. Perfect. <laughs> it is <laughs> funny there. Noises. Uh, said so, so Jackie was sitting out outside of a town, just like in the woods, and I had to go say hi, and then he started to hang out with me. Uh, Inigo Montoya, he was in jail, so I had to bust him out. And it was funny going into the jail with Jackie because he's a he's a bear. He's a literal so, bear. <laughs> I literally go into like inns now, and there's a bear that's just walking <laughs> around, getting in everyone's way. Yeah. Um, it's oh, man, it's super fun. It's super funny. I'm very uh, excited. I'm very excited. It's good stuff. So Catman, Inigo Montoya, and Jackie Moon taking over the world. It's gonna start soon. I promise. Uh, I have. All that I need, the audio is going to get better, I'm going to say. Within two weeks, I will get a mixer, sound mixer, that's going to help with that. But I'll be able to stream either way. Uh, hope, uh, literally, hopefully by this weekend, if this, this motherboard situation works out. So. Ballin'. Uh, yeah, again, twitch.tv, uh, a classy guy, underscores where the spaces would be. You can Google that as well. Uh Please follow. Uh, I'll have some donation stuff up. Uh, I'm I'm searching for enough money to buy a 2007 Toyota Corolla because those things last forever. That's so the I dream. If I get my hands on one now, dude, I'll tell you what. I got um, an 09 Honda Fit, and that bad boy is kicking hard. I will say, I I wasn't joking. I have a donation bar 
on my Twitch overlay that says 2007 used Toyota Corolla, $4,793 ago. <laughs> so feel free to chip in. <laughs> looking, I also am looking for, uh, I think I have 10 subscriber goal by end of July. I may, I may have to punt that a month depending on when I get started here. But. Dude, I'm trying to find you. It's, it says I'm not... Google. I've Googled it. My, I mean, I've Googled it myself. No, it's, I mean, like, I think I'm already following you, but for some reason it's not showing up. Uh, anyways, yes, I will be contributing towards the 2007 um, Toyota, Corolla. Toyota Corolla. Yeah, I was going to say, I was Toyota saying Honda Accord, but I'm like, that's not yep. right. Toyota Corolla. Uh, I, just wait for it. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, Jackie and Nigo and I, we, we need it. We need it to get to solitude faster from white runs. Ah, so you, far so you can time. drive back yeah. and forth to the Jack in the box or no. Yeah. So you get, so you can get the KFC, uh, <laughs> Taco, Bell, KFC Taco yeah. Bell, baby. Here, here we go. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm super excited. Uh, coming soon. I've been saying that a lot, but, uh, I mean it. I'm, uh, I am almost ready. Stay tuned. That's all we have here this week on Earth. I'm David. I'm Jack. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dudes.